Previously on Follow the Leader. The adventure is over. You have reached level 13 of the deepest dungeon and slain the dreaded menace that once guarded the legendary treasure. One thing remains for you and your adventuring companions to do. Claim the loot. Here it is before your very eyes. The treasure itself, visible only in the light of your sputtering torches. There is not quite as much as you had anticipated. Not even close. This. <laughs> this is a problem. So I'm playing a character named Adlai, who I have not played yet on this podcast because I kind of made him up in the past week. Um, he is a warrior, but sort of in parentheses I've written, like, he's a paladin, kind of, still. Um, he's a sort of tall, older gentleman. He's got very long hair, pulled back into a ponytail. He seems haunted, definitely has depression, very prone to anger, very like, I am the law. His virtue is that he is pious. And his vice is that he is vengeful. I am going to be playing Coyote once again. And in this iteration, they are the mage or wizard. Um, they them pronouns. Uh, they're very soft, like maybe five foot even, maybe. Uh, very soft in build. Long red hair worn pinned up because when it's down, it like falls to their lower back. Freckled tan skin and large brown eyes flecked with gold. They wear robes of green and a similar gold worn over fawn-coloured leggings and soft brown boots. Their virtue is forgiving. Their vice is rash. And I will be playing uh, Temel Jumos, who is a rogue, uses she-her pronouns. Her description is average height, a little wafy, uh, tan skin, and wavy dark hair. In particular, I'm using Aisha Hart from BBC's Atlantis as a face claim. She always looks super relaxed, but does have some small bit of movement about her at all times, whether if she's moving or... Is that like a mysterious breeze underground shifting your hair around? Who really knows? <laughs> you don't, and she won't tell. <laughs> her virtue is active, and her vice is boastful. We are maybe now following that, you know, fo following our, like, maybe we piled rocks on top of her body and put her staff in the pile of rocks to say this is who was here. Maybe immediately following that, we make our way down the stairs into the cavern below. And we, opening these doors, we see shelves of books and, you know, it's all gilded. It's all very gaudy. Um, you know, there's pedestals displaying artifacts everywhere. Everything is covered with a le heavy layer of dust, but is otherwise pristine. We now return to your game already in progress.
Uh, so Sam, you could come up with a comp. If you see a moment that feels like I, I've got an idea for a complication, or I know how I could complicate things now. Fuck yeah! Okay. You just need to have a positive and a negative option for what could happen. So, uh, ditto. Mab can come yes. up with it as well. So, all right. So, this is, um, yeah, sure. Kiyoti wandering down one of the spokes as it were and they've got like a small disc of energy floating next to them that they're putting things on (laughs) and yeah they're like scanning the shelves looking at the list and periodically they'll find something and then they'll add it to the the disc and i figure this is an opportunity for temel to to come in while adlai is just stomping around somewhere (laughs) Because I imagine, like, it's a decent sized room, but it's like, it's not that big. Like, you got to try and, if you want to avoid him. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, I like the idea that eventually Kyoti realizes that there's footsteps following them, but they're not at ground level. They're coming closer to head level. And Temel's just really bored walking along the top of one of the bookshelves. Just like one of the smaller ones, so she can keep pace. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, picks up her own pace a little bit and um, drops down. So now she's, like, back on the floor and just kind of, like, has her arms crossed. She's like, what'd you say to the big log to piss him off? Uh, well, uh, hmm. I told him not to put his faith in the wrong thing. Mm, yeah, touchy subjects for them paladin types. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He seems to believe that there is no way our benefactors could have had the wrong information about why we're here or what we're here for. He's never been hired for a job like this before, has he? I don't think so, no. But in the spirit of cooperation, I am going through the list right now, seeing what I can find from it. I mean... And we don't think, like, just taking what we can and booking it isn't a better idea. Somewhere, Adlai's head just swivels 180 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) I hear someone breaking the law. (laughs) My crime sense is tingling. Um, I think that we could do that, sure, but I have my own things that I want to try and find while we're here. Yeah. We can find them, and then we can go. Look, I get it, and I want to get out of here as much as you do. I really, really fucking do. But I need to find what I'm looking for before we can do that. Yeah. Well, I'm great at finding things and keeping those findings secret. She gives, like, a pointed, like, nod of her head in the direction of where Adlai's footsteps are you know, audible. So let me know. His armor's a jangling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. His armor's a jangling. A jingle jangle. Um, Kioni looks around obviously the sound of the approaching clank 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 <laughs> and quickly rather than write it down um, like creates a small illusory effect between mm-hmm. the two of them. I mean, I've got a complication there. Hell yeah. What's the complication? I mean, easily the complication could be, like, Adelaide 
does either does turn a corner and see you guys like down along like like you guys are just in the right position where Adlai turns a corner one way and sees whatever this object is that you are projecting or he mm-hmm. turns the corner the other direction and doesn't see it. All right. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Um all right. I will I'm just going to roll 2d6. I I was just like reading the thing and it was saying like complications can be simple like that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so he's going to see this. That I rolled a 4. Yeah. So the illusion, the small illusion that Kyoti summons is a tome, a book, uh, with like a black leather cover. Uh, and it's not a thick tome. It's quite like, not like nearly, not like a yellow pages or something like that. And it looks almost like, um, more like an, I guess a notebook, like leather wrapped that way. And it has, um, yeah, it's well, clearly like well-worn, and let's, for the sake of drama, there is a symbol on it on the cover that is possibly what catches Adlai's eye about it, but it's the symbol of the god of death. Ooh. Hell, let's bring her into it. I sure Dora <laughs> won't mind. It's the symbol of Ningal. Uh-huh. All universes are created equal in FTL. They all share the same space. And I don't know if he... Because we said about him seeing this. Yeah. But like, Kyoti summons that illusion um, and he has the moment to see it and see it clearly before the illusion can be dismissed. Yep. Again. So. And I also think that like when you cast the illusion, like there is just something in like Temel's eyes that light up. Because she's just kind of like, oh man, look at this magic. This is some magic shit. I want it. (laughs) (laughs) all right part of me wants to add like deeply suspicious of magic to adlai's character make him a templar (laughs) too (laughs) oh my god yeah oh yeah go for it i mean we we, we, we will we'll know even if i can't say it (laughs) um but i think does he like approach I think he's sort of squinting from afar, and he's. I think he 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 doesn't like approach, but like mm-hmm. he makes it clear that like he's watching, mm-hmm. in kind of an ominous way. Like, does Kyote notice, or is it like just an audience notices? I don't know. It's like the it's like the camera at the other end of the spoke and like sees through the illusion. You have like one of those racked focus shots of him seeing yeah. it and squinting. Fuck yeah! At it. Love it. Love that. Yes, please. That's what it's like. And I think the illusion gets dismissed. And maybe then Kyoti does glance in that direction and um, promptly tugs the little disc of energy back in the opposite direction, back where they were coming from. And just very quickly, like, scuttles off, mm-hmm. marches off, maybe. Yes, I'm not cool. doing anything wrong. Don't look at me. It's not like the walk away of a guilty person. It's more just like, I don't want to engage with you right now. Yeah, like, I'm not fucking dealing with this. Yeah, I feel like Adlai probably is uh, agreed. All right. All right. Who's turn next? Tell me. Uh, let's see. What do I want to do? Uh, well, there are only three of us, so uh, there's not a lot of space to have many people in scenes. But I do want to have a scene with both of you. And I like the idea of just, like, us sitting around having our meal 
or whatever. And uh, there is just that fun, heavy atmosphere between everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Temil is trying to play it light and mm-hmm. took like has the list from Kyote and is just kind of going through it and also trying to see hmm, which of these things can we disguise as other things? You know, like, <laughs> oh, we have, there's this tome by so-and-so. What if we just change the letters on the cover a little bit? And, uh, you know, our benefactor won't know. You know, Lord Galen on high will never know the difference. <laughs> God, actually, this is just making me think about how, like, oh, you're going to have to interact with Galen again. As the king yeah. now, many years on from our uh, follow game, <laughs> and he's just probably just like gonna be. Oh, you're back again. <laughs> oh, it's it's you, you. They were amicable. Yeah, she thought she died fighting a dragon. That's true, actually. <laughs> but he had to babysit you for like a, a fucking week, and it sucked. Yeah, I know. It was great. It was a good time. <laughs> Anyways, back to so during this like. Everybody is quietly eating. Yeah, like, really, there's, you know, rations are definitely running thin at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're trying to make them last and trying to make light of, you know, like, hey, we survived at least, right? Adlai is just very studiously writing down the events of the day in his journal. All right. Kyote, tell me, like, what do you think that you can do to, like, manipulate some of these things, right? Like, can you? I'm decent at forgery, He's, but I don't know if we have a lot of time. <laughs> like, like is, is, has stopped writing. His, like, quill is poised over his parchment, and he's just looking at you like... <clears throat> He like looks at you as if as if over glasses in spirit, but he does not wear glasses. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm an evoker, not a transmuter. Well, some illusion, but mostly <sighs> evocation. I'm sorry. No, I mean I was just trying to make your jobs easier. Don't encourage her. He's like looking at Kyote like, what the fuck? What? Like the whole point is if we bring back more treasure you get paid more, right? Like that does not excuse. Sorry, wait. Crime. Crime, but I was gonna say deception. Oh, but it's not. An I ex- know. I was gonna say Temel just fills in crime. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he glares at you and he goes, "Deception." Is it a deception though? Because like he doesn't know what he's getting. He's never seen these objects before. For all he knows. Well, that's literally the description of deception, isn't it? Uh, mm. Hmm. Oh, I'm glad you've caught on, at least. He turns his face back down to keep writing, but he's, like, looking at you from the corner of his eye every cup- every so often, <laughs> like... he And he sort of, like, turns to Kyoto and goes, so how much of it what were you able to find? I f- is this the complication role? Yeah. Is this... I'm- it's hmm? map scene technically, oh, right. so technically it needs to really be a complication for, for yeah. Tamil. For Tamil. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I was going to say the complication is positively more of it's there, negatively less if it is. But yeah, that doesn't really yeah. work. Hmm. I mean, the question. Oh, there be... we go. Hmm? I've got it. Yes. The okay. positive outcome is 
Kyo, uh, the, well, the positive outcome for Temel is Kyoti hasn't found the hairpin amongst the stuff that they're about to list off. So the positive outcome for Temel is that it isn't on that list or that Kyoti hasn't found it. Because we could say there was stuff there that wasn't on the list. Yeah, there's quite a bit of things that are not on the list. So so how do you like positive for Temel is that Kyoti hasn't encountered this item yet. And mm-hmm. ergo, Adlai won't know about it. Negative is that they haven't found it. Uh, wait, sorry. No, I, th- I thought it's... Bad for Temel is that Kyoti knows that this hairpin is around and is right. about to tell Adlai about it. Positive right. for Temel is that they haven't found it. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because my brain just... Or that it wasn't ever on the list to begin with. Uh, I think that's also why Temel's been looking at the list is to see if it's been on there or not. Okay. Yeah. But like also, if it is on the list, then uh, I think the the point still remains. It's like so long as she grabs it first, it's sure. fine. And it just has gone missing. And it's just another one of the missing things. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, so, so, so the positive and negative outcomes remain the same, if it's on the list or not. So, all right. So you're going to add a die? Oh, that's a good question. What do I want? I will take a negative die, I think. All right, slide your karma pool over to the left and uh, roll 2d6 minus 1d6. Ooh. <laughs> yep. I got real bad, fam. I got two. Boy. Uh, <laughs> we're just going downhill. So so to be fair, this is dramatically very good. For yes. Temel, perhaps not. Yeah, no, this is great for Adlai. <laughs> so as Kyoti goes through this list, rallying sometimes... And uh, they get down to this. Oh, and I found um, this small collection of um, personal effects. Low-level enchanted. I suppose that's why they haven't been taken before. A um, couple of different things. A brooch, a necklace, a set of hairpins. Like, nothing shows on Temel's face, but she's definitely just like watching very intently as the list is read off. All right. I mean, so how much of the stuff did we find? Oh, well, um, that and um, there's a collection, there's some of it there, and they point to the no longer hovering disk of energy, but the small stack of stuff, and it's not a big pile. Um, And it's just like, and the, the jeweled items I mentioned are down that spoke over there. I didn't want to go breaking anything just yet. Oh, we're going to break things? I'm sorry, we're breaking things. <laughs> it's a gl- it's a glass case that we don't have the key for, Adlai. Oh, sorry. I can pick locks. We don't have to break it. We can break in. Uh... Well, there we are. Semantics. And the the smile Kyoti gives Temel is a genuine one. Of semantics. <laughs> Adlai is not pleased about this, but he also kind of does acknowledge that, like, yeah, that's the only way we're going to get into this case, huh? Just take the whole case with us. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to take the whole case with us. Put yourself to use, big man. Carry this case. <laughs> he may be tall, but he is not as beefy as one might expect. He's he's beefy, but not like L- not lift a ship mask mast beefy. That's another reference. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Is that scene? Yes. All right. So background to you, Sam. Oh boy, sure is, huh? All right. Um, 
Hmm. I want to say that maybe Adlai, this is maybe a couple of hours later, Adlai is going through the pile, marking things off on the list, you know, making a list, checking it twice. No, he's not Santa. I don't know why they keep making this joke. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> um, he's, he's, he's checking things off. He's making sure that he marks, you know, he's basically cataloging everything that they do have. And I don't think they've gone through the whole library yet. Like, it's a pretty big room. But mm. he's he's making sure that he's taking careful notes of exactly what has been found so far and what has not. I don't know if either of your characters are around. You guys can decide that. But I think it's, like, important to have this, like, scene. Even if it's not, like, a... I keep doing these little soliloquy-style scenes. And I feel bad about that. I do kind of... I like the idea, also, of... Um... Because we, we can do solo scenes, like we've done solo scenes before, but it is, because uh, we're still in the tower, mm-hmm. and the tower still hungers, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, this is one of the things that I really enjoy about doing this, is just kind of, like, adding atmosphere to the scenes. And, you know, he's there trying to, to do inventory, so to speak, mm-hmm. and he does just get kind of... A cold feeling on the back of his neck and uh like a very soft breeze and you know he can you know it's like oh you know any which way it's oh it's might be kyode or temo like pulling a prank on him but um just that kind of like atmosphere that starts like pushing in down on him and the room sort of like feels like it's dimming a little bit uh and in which case the what is it complication is that if you turn around you know the the negative outcome is that we always do this where we don't know which one's which where like Mm -hmm. one outcome is you see like a shadow flitting around the corner of a bookcase and the the other outcome is like you don't see anything but you do still feel like the atmosphere hanging on behind you Okay, so I'm not going to add or subtract any die. Dice. 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 Um, Anything. Just period. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, slash But R. which is which? Is it going to be, if, if, if 7 plus, would you rather it see something? Does that feel like positive? I think it's negative, actually. Like, I think seeing something is negative because then it also makes him think this is Temel or Kyode. And so, like, it just feeds into that paranoia that he has about either of them. All right. So I guess he is going far towards the paranoid very quickly. I got an eight. That's a success. That's a positive outcome. Yeah. Our first positive outcome so far. Go squad. (laughs) So, yeah, he doesn't see anything. He sort of squints into the darkness for a second and, and pulls his cloak tighter around his shoulders and uh, turns back to his work with, like, a mutter of, like, must have just been my imagination. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's some spooky fucking atmospheric shit. I love it. All right, Jade, you're up. Okay. Love to be spooky. Love to spook. Love to spook. Um, this is... That that same night, I think, um, this is where the Kyori thinks the others are presumably asleep, but they have been having trouble sleeping, so they are not. So they're like offered to take first watch, but of course they're using the time to 
keep looking because uh, they're trying to find this this tome in black leather and um yeah they have um i think some of the magic lanterns have been dimmed uh so people can sleep like maybe it's just a small pool of them at one end where people suffer and Kyoti is down one of the other spokes and rather than it being a torch they um have summoned sort of magical fire around one of their hands to light the way and they're sort of using that to look up and down the bookshelves uh, while with their other hand like skimming along the shelves it's like a magical fire so more light than heat mm-hmm. so they're not at risk of setting stuff on fire cause, but I just liked the visual of that more because of follow the leader reasons because <laughs> I'm being on my bullshit gotta just be on your bullshit Gotta be on my bullshit. But that, that's what this is. This is... Who knows what fucking time of day it is, but it's when the others are nominally sleeping. They don't have to be. One of them could easily get up, have woken up and be in this scene. Or the complication can be something else. Or if somebody wants to talk to them, they can. This is only the second scene, so it can, yeah. be, it can go either way. I don't mind it if, you know, Adlai is as was a awake like if the complication is like maybe you knock as you're skimming your fingers over the over the you know the back of the shelves or the backs of the books you knock something over and it makes a really loud noise that echoes that echoes through the the room and or you do this is the complication and it either wakes somebody up or it doesn't does that feel like enough of a consequence i mean if somebody wakes up the consequence is, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Sneaking around while we're all asleep. Sure. All I right. mean, like, Temple would just be like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It here. wakes up Adlai, then, as the consequence. All right. So the positive is that I'm able to continue unhindered. Yes. I like it both ways. Ha 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 ha. A little bi humor in there for you. <laughs> a little bi humor. Um, so I'm just going to let the dice decide. I'm not going to add one way or the other. Okay. He wakes up. Another four for you. Oh, you rolled a four? Oh, I tell you what. What? Though it isn't Coyote's fault, something just falls. Oh, spooky. Yeah, I like that. Something recoils from their light. Oh, I like that. Like, they don't see one of the shadows, like, recoiling, like, this little mode of darkness, but it recoils back and knocks something over. And it's like this clang of metal hitting the ground. And there's a second clang of metal as Adelaide jumps to his feet and, like, is... Of course this fucker sleeps in his armour. Jeez. (laughs) That's no way to sleep, dude. No wonder you're miserable. Please continue. I mean, at the same time, then that also wakes up Tumble if you're just clanging around in your armour. Yeah, that's good. Now everyone's awake. She's just kind of like, God, what the fuck? Um, I feel like he's not wearing all of his armour, but he's probably wearing a couple of pieces of it still. Um, cause I don't sure. think he trusts either of you guys to help him take it off. Uh, wow. Yeah. I, I was Fair. kind of like, I could still stab you in your sleep, but if it's taking it off, then that's fine too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like he legitimately like just can't take some of it off without a help. And he doesn't trust you guys. <laughs> After all so you've bad. been through together, he still doesn't trust you for this. Um, I mean, uh-huh. it's valid, but. Um, so he, he stomps over and, and is like, announce yourself who's out there. Cause he's. Is still under the impression that you know something is might be here that that intends them harm. He's a he's he's like 
you know, holding his sword out, half dressed in armor, being, you know, announce yourself. Uh, I I feel like Kyoti steps out from the shelf, uh, from the stack. He's just like, put it away, Adlai. It's just me. Well, he, you know, puts his sword back into the scabbard and goes, I don't see why you were skulking around in the darkness at this time of potentially night, depending on whether or not we've gotten turned around vis-a-vis the day-night cycle during our time underground. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, shut up! (laughs) I couldn't sleep, Adlai, and so I thought I would keep looking for the things on our list. Well, this is a barefaced lie, but uh, she is... uh, Well, she is also kind of true, but they are very charismatic. All right. He goes, well, that was very admirable of you, but perhaps it is time to return to your your bed to try again. We will all be better for it if we all have some rest. He's like taking this at face value and is going, good job. I'm proud of you, but you should sleep. But he's also not going to go back to bed until they come with him and go back to the bed. Probably. Rolls like kind of a vibe. Gotcha. So they can't continue searching tonight. Yeah, he's got this, he's got this sort of like, oh, well, in that case, I shall, you know, not quite gently mothering you, but sort of (laughs) half kindly forcing you to go back to sleep. Yeah, gotcha. I like it. All right. And there's, uh, as they sort of walk past him to head back, they um, move towards the light, they... Uh, extinguish the the flame around their hand and the camera sees like little moving little pockets of shadow sort of move back sort of towards them silence in the library vibes here a little bit yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) listen that was a good arc (laughs) it was a good arc you're not wrong um yeah that that scene nice wow these games go much faster with only three people (laughs) Mm. yeah yes uh this is also a game that's fairly easy to keep short so let's see here i think that uh this is probably another night or maybe you know during the day who knows we don't know what time it is um but i definitely i want temel to be breaking into something else so mm-hmm. not the the display with the the jeweled hair pieces or anything like that. But she did find some other locked box and is going to make a distraction of herself doing that, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. So, again, whoever would like to join, if anyone, or we can just all have solo scenes of us being creeped on by darkness in the tower. <laughs> I kind of like that, being a solo scene. Like, you yeah. can hear the others moving around doing their own thing. So there's... Ooh, Yeah. You're working and you hear like footsteps intermittently as like people move around and check and you hear the um the clang <laughs> of Adlai's armor. Mm-hmm. And you hear like the the slight swish of Kyoti's robes. And I think again, this is like a low camera shot. There's a third different sounding set of footsteps, but Temo is focused on what she's doing. Mm-hmm. So maybe doesn't um, hasn't twigged that there is a third distinct 
sound of mo- somebody moving around. I feel like maybe Adlai is trying to like track this third set of footprints. <laughs> or like footsteps. Yeah, it, maybe it, maybe it's like a, a like the clip of heeled boots. Oh, fuck yeah. Almost. Oh yeah, that's very ningle. <laughs> it's very ningle, but also like we don't know who the wizard was in this tower. Right, yeah. But it's like that slight heeled boot on a wooden floor, kind of a regular clip sound, because I said Kyoto wears soft boots and has robes, and then it's the clang of, like, I forget what the foot covering part of a full armor is. I want to say tacits, but I'm going to check. But yeah, it's not that. Right. It, it's soled boots, heeled boots clipping on the floor. Mm-hmm. That was almost poetic. Yeah. I was wrong about it being tacits. Tacits is the thing on the sides of the legs. Ah. You were on the right part of the body. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. Close enough. Okay. Um, So, which... Is that the complication? Oh, okay. Complication is you're able... What is your goal? Um, I think she's mostly just... Like, a part of her wants to see if others are aware that she sneaks off and, like, breaks into other lockboxes that are throughout the library or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so she's, like, testing this on a few different things before she goes after the, Mm. uh, the, the hairpins. Okay. Um. Okay. And so, yeah, it's just mostly, like, am I gonna get caught? How aware are these people? (laughs) What kind of shoes does Tamil wear? Uh, she wears soft-soled boots also, because she's a rogue. She's gotta sneak. Mm. Fair enough. Got a snack. I wonder who Adlai thinks he's following. Yeah. We can worry about that in his scene. Yep. Yeah. Because that could be like concurrent. That could be concurrent. Like while this is going on, then your next scene can also be happening now. Um, All right. As we're we're about to loop back around. Um, Okay. The complication. Positive outcome. You're able to get this case open. Whisper quiet. And you get something interesting to pocket for yourself that's not on the list, but is very nice. (laughs) <laughs> something that maybe appeals to your sensibility and you'll get the box locked back again even mm-hmm. the negative thing is that as you are working on the lock um i will happily describe it for you something startles you and you break off your thieves tool in the lock Ooh. in your surprise mm-hmm. so now you can't pick any locks well, now you got to get. Now you got to. Now you got two reasons to try get into the case with the hairpins in. Yeah. Um, I can't decide which one I want better, so I'll just roll two d six. Fair. A seven. Yes. As a success. Ooh. I'll tell you what, because I like this. So you you uh, are able to, you get it unlocked. You flip open the glass lid. You get whatever you want out of it. And as you shut it down again and it's angled um, and you go to lock it for a split second next to your reflection in the glass, you see the reflection of somebody else. Yes. I know this is, we're going to have to bust out the spoopy theme again for this episode. Oh, I'm frankly, yeah. spoopy, spoopy. I'm here for it. I love it. I'm very yeah. excited. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think, like, as she sees that, she immediately, like, whips around and has, like, one dagger in her hand, but there's obviously nothing there. And then she, like, is poised that way for a moment, has, you know, the object in one hand, the dagger in the other, and then she's just, like, silent and very still, and then immediately, like, flips the dagger, sheathes it, and then 
tosses the thing in her hand and considers it and then just walks away. Nice. Meanwhile, Adlai. Adlai is following some footsteps. He's not like actively running in circles around this library, but he's like, he's walking at a pretty fast clip. He's like trying to catch up with the sound of footsteps that does not sound like any of our par- of of our current remaining party members, but maybe sounds like the footsteps of somebody we lost. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe it's that. Mm-hmm. And he wants to know: Did they really survive and make it down here somehow? And yet, but he doesn't want to say anything yet in case he's wrong. Mm. Or oh, what if, like, when he speeds up, the footsteps speed up, and when he slows down, they slow down? Oh yeah, no, for sure. Like he can never quite catch up. Yeah. All right. All right. Can we decide maybe who it was? What characters do we have that would walk in these uh, shoes? Shitty heeled boots. Um, would well, we could have been the warlock. Warlocks care about aesthetic. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's our warlock? <laughs> um, this could just be an NPC. This doesn't have to be somebody out of the FTL roster. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh god, now I have to think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like, part of me was like, everyone must be from the FTL roster, but everyone technically is from the FTL roster. That's like, true. You know? That's true. But yeah, so he's just mostly because like I. I almost wanted to have him like calling out this this character's name to be like hello mm. i'm getting, i'm doing a thing i'm doing a thing what um, thing are you doing i'm i'm trying to find a name for you it's like they're they're looking up a name oh fuck yeah fantasynamegenerators.com <laughs> um mm-hmm. do i like any of these no morden morden mm. oh morden oh warlock so he's he's he he's sort of like Morden, Morden. You know he he's like trying to walk as slowly as possible, thinking maybe his steps might just be longer than whatever whoever is walking in these gaudy ass high heels. And I mean, the complication can simply be: does he see somebody? Does he see anything or not? He could be. I I, I think. Or you know, what do you think? Mm. Somebody else maybe introduce the complication. But he's like, yeah. he's like walking after this third set of footsteps that clearly doesn't belong to anybody still living in our party. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Now I've just got to decide which of these is the positive and which is, is the negative. What are the outcomes that we're picking on? I feel like one is that you see, not quite zombie, but what looks like more than clearly dead. Clearly dead but points you towards a specific bookcase. And then, um, so, and the other thing is, um, that's one outcome, is that you do turn the corner and you do get a visual and you get a direction. Uh, Like the negative outcome here, I think it's like you run yourself ragged like doing this and you just... It's that increased level of fear. Yeah. It's like, you know, um, I know it's quite common in our, in our group anyway, but that the whole thing with anxiety is like, it's like hearing the boss music, but the boss doesn't show up. Yeah. Oh, God. And I think it's like that. And it's like this ratcheting up of anxiety 
until he's like actually running around in circles in this tiny little well it's not it's not a tiny library but it's small enough you know he's running around in circles and not finding anything and you know the rest yeah. of the group's gonna notice that yeah yeah there we go so positive is you see an apparition and you get a direction mm. all right to find something and negative is that you just get more and I'm more. I'm gonna add a positive dice for this. So 3d6. Okay, so slide in your karma pool. Put that x to the right. Okay, so, so I think you were 3d6. You, yeah, yeah, 3d6, and then now you're back in this one. Plus three, minus two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got an eleven. Oh yeah, that's actually, success. That's a success. All right. So <laughs> much success. That's a, a good, a big success. All right. So. You know, I, I finally turned the corner and there is, there's our, our dead warlock, you know? I think his, I think it's clear that he's said because his neck is broken. Yeah. I was going to say like blood dripping from his nose, neck at an unnatural mm-hmm. angle. But yeah. You know, none of our, you know, graphic depictions of bodily harm from our lines and veils, yeah. but like he's dead. It's clear. It's obvious. Yeah. And he point he points off to one shelf particular, and you can clearly see where he's pointing. Mm-hmm. And he smiles at you. Yeah. I'm gonna have you know. I'm gonna have Adelaide make some sort of you know hand signal of his divine, like not quite crossing himself because that's very Catholic, but like you know mm-hmm. something like that, like the circle of the gods or something that is like you know a sign against evil before he approaches i think the apparition of morden rolls his eyes <laughs> it's like he's seen you do this before he saw you do this and this was always how morden reacted when you did this oh. it's like a soft fondness but like ah oh, you dumb paladin yeah yeah like, all right this asshole i love this warlock that doesn't exist <laughs> somebody's gonna have to take this character and make them their a new character all right sure come morden I will be your new... I will be your mother. <laughs> you will be my new son. Um, but yeah. And I and yeah, you go to the shelf. I go to the shelf. What do I find on this shelf? Oh, it's it's got to be the leather bound. Oh, it's Coyote's book. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Ah, oh, shit. And yeah, he's gonna... He's gonna pick it up sort of reverently and turn to Morden and say, Thank you. I wish you peace on your journey onwards. May your soul rest now that this business has been done. He smiles at you and the teeth are a little bit too sharp. Oof. And then he disappears. Oof. All right. He's going to fucking do that do that circle of the gods thing again. He's like <laughs> way out of my pay rate, my my fucking pay grade here. Jeez. You got to hear by Jabez. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's going to take the book. He's holding it. All right. Um, okay, it's my scene. Do you want to give away that he's got that book quickly, or do you want to leave that hanging for a little bit? I don't know. I think the first thing he's going to do is check our fucking lists and see if it's on there. And if not... Oh, it's not. He's going to have some questions. All right. I don't know if he's going to do the stupid Phoenix Wright move of let's show the guilty party exactly the thing that's going to prove them guilty. Because, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so this scene with Coyote, um, and both of you can and be in this one if you like, um, rather than being a solo scene. I think this is like they found all the most of the items on the list, or identified where they are if they're a bigger item, and sort of everything sort of gathered up and ticked off. And there's more of the, despite the fact that the library has these gaps in, like. There's only there's like maybe four or five items missing from the list, but maybe a couple of the like ones that would have been like big ticket items, mm-hmm. like with of heavy value or significant worth. But they look fresh and like they've unpinned their hair at this point and have shaken it out, and it's like this curtain of long red hair, as um, and they're just like carding their fingers through it, clearly a little bit stressed out, um, and they're maybe like pulling it into like a rather than it being pinned up they're like dragging their fingers through it and putting it into like this loose braid instead nice i i feel like adlai's probably gonna like rest a hand on on coyote's shoulder and say at the very least we found the majority of course what we were sent here to do he's raising an eyebrow but he's he's trying to be comforting you know he's friend he's on friendly mm-hmm. terms Sure. He's he's like, and what else is there than what we were sent to do, what our purpose is? He's testing you here. He's not just being a dick. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, they look at him. He doesn't smile. He's he's just, you know, gives a nod like, yeah, I mean what I said. What else could there be? We all have our reasons for being here. That lie. Not all of, and it's not just about this. And they tap the list on the desk in front of them. He's gonna squint at you, and he's gonna say, "Well, to take anything else from here that is not sanctioned by the crown would be theft, would it not?" Can you really steal from a dead man? Hmm. That's <sighs> noted. He he just looks down at his list. <laughs> And really, not to make you question more things, given how badly you took it last time, but oh. theft sanctioned by the state is arguably still theft, is it not? I do not believe so, but perhaps. He looks a little troubled, but he's not, like, mad. He's just like, mm. Mm, that is a good point. Is it not still theft? Crime really is a matter of perspective like the law is all well and good but who's making the laws Hmm. and um they reach into like the pocket of their robe and pull out and on the table in front of him they put down what fell out of his journal oh boy and slide it across to him (laughs) questioning things isn't bad he snatches that fucking piece of paper up because he's probably reread that a number of times and he knows yeah. exactly what it is. He the he is are soft. 100% blustery of, where did you get this? How did you come across this? Have you been going through my things? Okay. Positive outcome. Oh, wait, no, somebody else. Oh, it's my scene. Somebody else has got to do the complication. <laughs> oh, boy. What was your complication and idea? And then I'll just say it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, well, no, but I was thinking that it could be how things now go this is the pivot point yeah this is the pivot point mm-hmm. with adlai and coyote yeah so 
So like things go well. Kyoti's like, no. Yeah, I mean no. like it's it's in as much as like You dropped it. Things go well or You dropped it. Yeah. Things are fine. Come here. Calm the fuck down. You know. That's I think <laughs> a positive outcome where he accepts that. Sure. And a negative outcome is he doesn't accept that. And then also he can be like, oh, you get Temelin on this? She pick my pockets? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that's the negative outcome for sure. All right. Sure. Okay. Oh, which way do I want that to go? That's always the question. I'm such an angst gremlin is the thing. Oh, no. What? On this podcast? I know, right? Okay, yeah. I'm going to... No, I'm going to let the dice side decide. Okay. Because I think that's interesting both ways. It's true. Like, to see... Because, like, I really want to make the point that, like, Kiri does have the virtue of forgiving. They are trying. And, like, then it becomes narratively interesting because he has that book that they want. Not that they know it yet. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Plus the whole thing about the loot dilemma is meant to be your party is in conflict. Like, Oh, yeah. And we're in conflict. <laughs> Maybe not necessarily about the loot, but hey, we do have the the whole thing. <laughs> but isn't that what all karma is? Uh, so that's a success. You succeeded. All right. So what do you say? So they, you dropped it, Adlai, the other day when you pulled out your list and we were going through it and then I upset you. Hmm. So you walked off. He's like clutching it in his hand where it's like wrinkling. Because he's, he's, he he it's not been rolled up tight enough mm. that he could like hold onto it tightly without it like crumpling. Mm-hmm. So it's like crumpled in his hand and he's like not shaking, but like he's definitely not stable in this moment. <sighs> I think they reach out and put their hand over his, clearly not trying to take it from him, but like trying to maybe encourage him to relax his grip a little. Yeah, I think he he kind of does, but he's still like he's not happy, but he kind of lets himself relax mm. it just a little bit. He's he looks Is he ever happy? A little afraid, honestly. Like you're about to give him more wisdom, he maybe doesn't know if he wants. Yeah. This doesn't make you less I'd lie. And they smile. It's like if anything this makes you more because I don't think they're stupid enough to say love is a good thing, dipshit. <laughs> but um, but that's how they're feeling, and I think he's he's kind of getting yeah. those vibes, and he sort of relaxes his hand a little more, and maybe like shakes their hand off and goes, <clears throat> "Well, glad we had this talk." And he just fucking turns tail and marches right off because he's like, "Ah, feelings." Ugh. <laughs> Glad that's sorted out. <laughs> cool. Just, you know. I had an emotion. Had an emotion, didn't enjoy it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, had an emotion, didn't enjoy it. Possible episode title for whichever <laughs> Great episode title, absolutely. <laughs> Alright. So that was scene... Oh, that was my scene too, right? Scene three, even. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant scene two as in scene also. Yeah. No, I think that was, was your like, yes, scene. Yes, it was. That was my scene, because yours was getting the book, and that mm-hmm. was my scene having that conversation. Yeah. So it is Temel. Yeah. How would Adley like to storm off and then find Temel being 
mildly destructive of <laughs> someone's personal property. <laughs> um, and that I... <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to say he probably, like, grabs Temel from by the back of her shirt and yanks her off of whatever she's standing on to be doing this. <laughs> well, what she was doing is I really liked this idea. She was, like, standing. Uh, she had, like, found a broken down, like, piece of uh masonry or a table or something like that it just has all of her knives lined out and she's just throwing them at a target she carved onto <laughs> the back of a bookshelf oh my god and it's just love it being a menace oh my god <laughs> i mean i feel like he's still gonna do that even though it may not yes. be the most effective form of action at this point because he is like six foot five yes mm-hmm. he big he big yeah He's still, like, a foot taller than her. Yeah. Uh, you know. So he's gonna yank her off her feet, probably. Yeah, I think, like, she's there, and she's got, like, a knife, uh, and it's, like, just as she throws it, he grabs her, so of course it goes wide, and she, like, squawks and starts, like, flailing and attempts to punch you. Okay. Hurts her hand, because he's wearing armor. Yeah, I was like, this doesn't <laughs> do anything good. to him, and he just goes, and what do you think you're doing, thief? Uh, not stealing something, thank you very much. Hmm, certainly looks like property damage, though. Yeah, that doesn't limited to fiefdom, thank you. Still betrays the law. You may not be a criminal in one way today, but in another you clearly are. <laughs> He's pointing at this fucking, like, this, you, you carve a, a, like a, a fucking target into the back of an old gilded bookcase. Yeah, and who's going to miss it? Were you going to carry this out with us? Some gold plating so we can patch up your armor when we're back on the surface? You're looking a little scuffed there, buddy. Of course not. Then what damage is it? The fact remains that this belongs to somebody still. I'm sure this wizard had some sort still? of uh, descendants <gasps> or... You know what this means? What? You're breaking the law, because you're stealing from somebody. I'll have you know that this is sanctioned by the crown, and thus... Yeah, so the whole crown is stealing from some wizard's descendant, is what you're saying? I'll take your silence as a, oh my god, I just realized that. <laughs> he's glaring, he's glaring at you, and he's he's like, I do not have time to argue with thieves you may have saved my life once but that does not mean i will be lenient with you on your future crimes she's like i don't need you to be lenient with me and very easily manages to like wriggle her way out of his grip and like stands up straight pulls out her jacket and just goes you can try and grasp at straws all you want paladin but the fact remains if this thing still belongs to somebody, then we're all thieves. The crown, the biggest one of all. The crown may ask of her subjects what she will. And he just storms off. She picks up her knife and, like, whirls around and throws it right at the target. She's like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Because <laughs> I still feel like he may be sort of leaning more towards the idea of perhaps crime committed out of desperation must might not be as deserving of the same punishment as crime committed out of greed, but he is definitely still on the Listen, side of... I am a very desperate person. Yeah, okay. 
he's still very much on the side of crime committed out of greed is nothing more than sin. You know? Okay. Uh, complication. Complication. Yes, please. Right. Um, you throw the knife hard enough that it splinters through the back of this bookcase, uh, revealing a secret compartment within. Ooh. Positive outcome. You find some shinies. Yeah, I was about to say, secret compartment's <laughs> got some shinies. Yeah. Um, Negative hmm. outcome trap. Negative. <laughs> I was going to say, some kind of trap. I feel like something is going to get out. Like, Ooh. she releases something. Ooh. I'm not saying, and it possesses her, because I'm not interested in taking that away. <laughs> but something. We've already done possession once in Karma. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Actually, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Although maybe it's like a poison or something some kind of trap or it could literally be a miniature explosion kind of a trap yeah and it destroys whatever is inside there and she gets hurt yeah because it was not a trap designed to be done that way (laughs) from the back (laughs) not a trap designed to be triggered this way yeah yeah i like that a lot actually like you somehow managed to bypass the trap mechanism if it's a positive outcome and you just get the goods uh if it's negative you activate the trap yeah um i think i'm gonna take a negative die yes good i like lurking up in the top because temel is very lucky but also (laughs) Mm -hmm. not in the moment so let's see what happens have you moved your karma pool i did all right all right, drum roll, please, everybody. A one. Oh, Whoa! that's a that's a that's a negative outcome. That's a negative outcome a- there. <laughs> Holy shit! So I think, I think this is like the knife sinks through, mm-hmm. and you go, huh? That went further than I expected, and you take a step forward. I have to go and like retrieve my knives now. I'm like all out. Yeah. And as you get closer to pull your knife out, uh, it detonates. And I think, like, that whole bookcase goes, and the force is enough to, like, knock you backwards into another one. Yeah. That's going to probably bring both of us running at this point. Oh, yeah. Well, because, like, Ad, like, just left the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's still, like, you probably, like, felt a bit of it. Like, yeah. You felt something. Mm-hmm. God. And as we've said, this is a this is a large room, but it's still like a room. Yeah, an enclosed space. Yeah, well, I kind of want my scene to be Adlai comes running, drags fucking drags Temel up by the back of her shirt again. How is Temel doing? Uh can we take a quick break before we yes. Yes. move on? Yes. <laughs> It's Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again!